Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, people? You know that sound is the unfiltered band means yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way. It's an unfiltered live impromptu. Right here and now, this one officially will go down as episode number 139. MLB owners need a hug. You can hug it out with us and become part of the Unfiltered Revolution. And thank you, Unfiltered Band, by jumping on board a couple of ways. You can get on Twitter at Casey Stern, get in the bio, jump on the YouTube channel, or that of Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. you got to believe in this. We bring this to you unfiltered and not sure how long this is going to go. But I, I felt like a couple of tweets today kind of weren't enough for this with these butthurt owners and these billionaires crying poverty and woes me, the game is ruined and things need to be looked into and dogs and cats are living together, mass hysteria, because wait for it, an owner is going for it with all the money that they have and making you cheapies look bad. Facts. Is another fact. We, as always, presented by our good friends at Bet Online, and we're thankful for that. Basketball is back. Bet Online, number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online as your continued source for all sports wagering information. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest, easiest way to learn all your favorite sports and events and to bet on them, whether it's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Simple. Head over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join. Get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your rewards. It's BetOnline where the game starts as we get started here and now. I start with a question. Why do you think that owners in Major League Baseball don't want you or I or the Players Association or anyone to be able to open their books? Why do you think that is? I'll give you a second. Need more time? It has been a clear statement for years for where owners stand, and we saw it with the CBA and the wrangling back and forth with the players. And look, there was, I don't want to say it's 50-50, but there was, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other in terms of who you agreed with on the sides of that. We went back a couple of years ago now. But it is clear that Major League Baseball owners don't want you to know how much they make. They don't want you to know how much they have. They don't want you to know how much they spend. But what we do know is what it costs to get a team. Have you seen what it costs to own a Major League Baseball team? You have to be a billionaire. You have to be rich, whether it's earned and worked for, whether it's inherited through family. Either way, it doesn't matter. You are filthy, stinking, goddamn, you are rich. Even the richest guy you know, if you live in a normal world, has the big house on the corner down the street. He could buy you some season tickets. He can't buy a baseball team. People were sitting there just a couple of weeks ago when the Padres were offering Aaron Judge $400 million. And then the Padres were back in and giving all that money, right? And you're trying to get you know, Trey Turner and then eventually getting Xander Bogarts at what the 280. Everybody's sitting there saying, go look. You can find him on Twitter. People saying, where the Padres get all the money? You know why? 
Where the how did the Padres get rich? They didn't just get rich, they are rich. But when owners go and spend at that level, and they're not the Dodgers or the Yankees, or now in this case with Steve Cohen, the Mets, when they're not in the those cases in those big markets and they go and they spend money, we feel like they robbed a bank or won the lottery. Where the hell did you get all that? It must have happened a week ago. No. And sometimes it's in change of ownership with the franchise, being fair. So a new owner, like in the case with Steve Cohen, because certainly this wasn't the case with the coupons. But most of the time, it's a situation just like the Padres, where the Pirates, look, are the Pirates going to go and spend the money the Mets and Steve Cohen just made in their market? No. Do the Pirates have to have the contracts that they've put out there, have the disasters year after year with the Andrew McCutcheon MVP candidacies and all the times where they won't even rent a player, where they're holding back players for years of control and not playing young pieces that can help them, where they're sitting there cheapy and the owner is blaming you know, Clint Hurdle at the time and players on the field and, oh, my God, we got to do this, we got to do that. And I'm sitting there saying on the air every day on XM, well, how the hell are you expect to go win a World Series? You ask him to win the Daytona 500 in a 98 Dodge Neon? You can't do it. But they can do it. Where we're blaming GMs and city after city. Oh, I, now, how many GMs have been fired from small market teams where they can't go ahead and make chicken salad out of the other kind of chicken? Where they can't squeeze everything out of the orange? And we're blaming these general managers because they're the ones whose asses are out there at the podium and in the forefront and on the phone calls and on your, your flagship radio stations because they got to answer all these damn questions and they got to try and explain to you why they didn't go get someone at a trade deadline. Where the twins, general manager after general manager after general manager, got to go explain, well, why the hell, and I love him, God bless him, a few years ago, is Sergio Romo the big move at the deadline? Why are they an afterthought in a division where, you know, you don't have a lot in terms of money to go battle with, but even go back to the Guardians, then Indians, when they had a chance to win, they were making moves that you don't make, giving up controllable players to go ahead and get Andrew Miller, going out there and giving players like Encarnacion a $20 million deal, I think it was. The Royals, who were out there trading three controllable left-handers to rent Johnny Cueto, who they knew wasn't going to stay. To get Ben Zobris to do those things, to bring it in, some didn't work. Rios, Morales, and these are the ones up top of my head. But the Royals are sitting there without Madison Bumgarner. They got two World Series. And yeah, then they got to curl back into a ball a little bit in that market after all the money they spend. But look at the money they made. After 30 years off the grid, they're back on the map. People out at the K. The Royals were a thing. These small markets can spend. They don't want to. They don't buy baseball teams, most of these owners, because it's like in a Steve Cohen case. And look, it's a rare case. This is the guy, as I said yesterday, who's sitting there on text threads with his buddies, sitting there and, and talking crap about the Mets ownership and wondering why Armando Benitez years ago was in a game and then sitting there and getting mad at TC and Matt Harvey or whatever. They, you can think about a million things over the years, right? Then all of a sudden they get all they got all that money. And they got a chance to buy the team, and it's their team, and it's all the love and the grit and the grind and the heart and the passion for that baseball team. Well, sure, that's going to be a little bit of an outlier. I get that. I'm not here to tell you Steve Cohen in New York at the amount of money he's got with all the billions he's got that he's not a little bit of an outlier even in the owners because he is a little bit of an outlier even with the owners. 
But is that why the Pittsburgh Pirates could never keep anyone? And you sit there and you say, do I even want to buy a jersey at Dick's Sporting Goods or Models or MLB Shop, wherever the hell you get them now, and even buy it for $50? When are the guys off the team in two years? When every, uh, for, for years, every fan of Orioles, Twins, uh, the Oakland A's, I mean, being an A's fan must be, I mean, that must be a true, brutal nightmare. The nightmare. One day you're 30 games over 500 in August. You make one trade. I get it didn't work. Lester Cespedes. You know, we see Terrence Gore running around and then your team disappears for a few years again. And then you got to find a way. And the fans are always finding a way. They're in the building. That's as bad a building as you got. You got teams that sit there and they won't pay for anything involving putting extra money into the team they bought because they got to make money. They bought it for a business. Okay. That is what it is. It's a business. So most of these owners sit there and say, well, in this market, I don't know. You know, what if I spend all that money and I don't win? Cause you still going to have people in the ballpark. Heck you had the owner of the reds, basically pardon my French shitting on the entire city and the fan base saying, what else are you going to do in this hell hole on that? Stupid interview he did before the year began last year. You start out whatever it was, 3-19 and 19 or whatever the heck it was. My God, I can't believe they weren't excited to play in the C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I Cincinnati after all that garbage. But you sit there and the owner basically crapping on the whole city saying, what else are you going to do here? And then some backhanded apology. But he's telling you he don't care. He doesn't care. These owners are in it to make money. Sure, some owners lost money in their own businesses if they make it in other ways in COVID and with the pandemic. Sure. And you understand that for a little bit. But what's the excuse from years 2010 to 2020? Or what's the excuse now? How long are you going to go with that? Because you can't. You can't. You want to give me when they just came back from the game? Well, I don't know how much that offseason I'm going to spend. All right, give me that. What about this one? How's it been? The Reds just got Will Myers today, I think it was reported, for, what, $7 million? And Reds fans are thinking, wait a minute, we got a player? We added someone? I thought we are just going to go up the street, find out who's eating some Skyline chili, and play him at shortstop. Because they went into a season without a shortstop very recently. These owners got money. They are filthy freaking rich. And yeah, during that whole thing that the with the CBA, and I look, I'm 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 not pro player or owner. I'm certainly not a player, and I don't own a baseball team. But I get where the players are coming from. You're making all this money. You can't play without us. Where are the players? Nobody's got your jersey. Now we might buy a Steve Cohen jersey. Hell, I'll name the guy captain of the damn team right now. That's a rare situation, ain't it? And that's a rare situation in sports, but we don't have caps, so we don't have floors, and it's not that way and that regimented where you can stand out like years back when we used to see Mark Cuban. I remember early with his time with the Mavs when he's down there rooting for the team and the second looked like he was going to get thrown out like a parent at some high school game, uh, you know, by the getting fights with the referees. I mean, I'm, I don't know, but I'm loving all that. I want that for my team. Now, I just lucky enough have it, but I root for a hockey team where a guy bought it with $7 in his Washington Mutual Bank account and John Spano. So I've been on the other side. I feel for these fans. You're a fan of the A's. You're a fan of the Cincinnati Reds. You're a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates. It sucks. Why the hell should I get up and get excited? Now, 
The answer is the players. The players are playing hard. It's like the Rays sitting there at the Trop. You got seven people watching for I don't even know how many years with a team that consistently goes out of wins every year, putting out teams to win. And sure, it means a lot for what Eric Neander in that group and before him, Andrew Friedman in that group, and certainly at all the others who have been in there, right, and mixed in, and what Kevin Cash is doing, and yada, yada, and Joe Madden before them. But what the hell do I got to do all that for? And why am I playing in that crap hole? Why don't I have any money? The stadium's in the wrong place. And then this, you know, it's always an answer for everything. But the answer comes down to, if you're looking for the question, why don't you know what's on the books? Because they don't want you to know what's on the books. They don't want you to know they're loaded. They don't want you to know they're playing within margins, worrying about tax brackets and worrying about, hey, look, you know what? With our regional deals and all the money they're pulling in from sponsorships and still at the gate, even though it's not big of a deal. And no fans that, you know, sit there when they yell at players. I love when fans are like, well, you know, I, I you know, I'm it, when the, the players got to come back and play like during the whole COVID thing because I, we're paying for their salary. No, you're not. You're paying for parking, but you should be complaining if you're paying $50 to park. You're paying $40 for three chicken fingers and a bunch of fries for you and your three kids. And that is not even including the tickets you paid to go watch a garbage team play where your owner doesn't care. Nobody should be dealing with that. That is the truth nobody wants to tell you. We live in a world, and I'm sorry, and it's why I call the show Unfiltered, where everybody afraid of every damn thing. That's how sports have been the whole 20 years I'm covering it for the most part. Sorry. Facts. Just the way it is. Everybody's just afraid to tell the truth. Now, yeah, who the hell am I? I'm you know, sitting there in an office with a, a flaming baseball and the stove is on fire behind me. I don't have a baseball team. I can't play. I'm worried about the Giants fan playing MLB The Show with Carlos Correa for two weeks. Now he doesn't have him because we got a little antsy and we didn't even be part of a deal. You missed out on Aaron Judge, and now you got what? J.D. Davis and Wilmer Flores. Go get him. But people sitting there a couple weeks ago, and it stood out to me, and, and I'm sure you saw this, or you might have even felt this. Where'd the Padres get all this money? I mean... Honestly, like, do we know that? I was invited on a, on, a, on a show where they asked me where the Padres got all this money. Fact. Wasn't in San Diego. It was here in Atlanta. But they asked me, and the Padres made all this money. Where are they getting all this money from? And you'll, I don't know the answer. Like, you know, I, they, they did good in Bitcoin. Like, I don't know. But the answer is they always got money. These owners are loaded. Look what it costs to get there. And they didn't spend their whole life savings to do it either. They are scaling back, and they're sitting there saying, well, if we're not guaranteed that we can win, and you're not, even the Mets are not with Steve Cohen all the money. It's not. You're not. But if you're not guaranteed to win, then I'm not going to blow all my money into this area because I'm a businessman, right, or woman, either way, obviously. But you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm not going to you know, throw all my money into this. Because if it comes out that we can't win and people don't show up at the ballpark or we get bad contracts, well, then not I'm losing money. Then I don't make as much money as I bought this team to make. Remember Jim Crane standing there after they, they announced the thing with, with AJ and everything was going on after, you know, the investigation and it was that first press conference and you're not feeling bad for the guy. Do you know what that franchise value of the Astros went from before 2017 to after, you know how much money that guy made? He don't care. 
And I'm not saying he doesn't want to win. I'm not saying owners don't care. Like, oh, I hope the team loses. And there are some who certainly are very invested and you can tell and really are into it and really involved. You don't have to be Jerry Jones-like to, to feel that or see that. You know that. You can tell that in a room, in a clubhouse, in a locker room. You can tell it in your living room. I'm not saying that there aren't those that are that way. But they don't lose money. They don't. It's they don't have as wide a margin. They didn't buy a shirt for a dollar, try and send it for 10, and then make nine. They bought it for a dollar, and they only sold it for four, and they made three. That's your baseball. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. How about them apples? Welcome to real life. They didn't make as much money as they wanted. They don't think it's worth taking the risk of not making as much money as they want to make as to why they bought this team. Yeah, you got a rare situation in Steve Cohen where he's a diehard fan, and it means a ton to him to bring that team a World Series and to be that guy, and that's a rare and unbelievable thing. And he, look, yeah, I'm a Met fan, and, and you know, clearly yeah, I'm, I'm biased in that way, but I didn't guarantee him anything, but it's great. But every fan should feel that. I live down here in Atlanta. Alex Anthopoulos, you know, he didn't just become one of the best GMs in the league. He'd been that guy for a while. And I mean, even when he wasn't a GM and he was in the front office in that mix on uh, that group and with the Dodgers too in between. He's always been that dude. But you can't, when you're Liberty Media telling him he could only give out one-year contracts, it's basically how they handled him, brought back Josh Donaldson, and then there were what, a number of pitchers that fit into that. Really, it wasn't, and it did work, until Ozuna, where it's like, oh, you can actually give years here? They weren't even allowing him any wiggle room, and he's figuring it out. When you're getting on GMs and crapping on them, now look, I don't know how much or how much he didn't. Heimblum had to do with what ended up happening with Xander Bogarts, and look, he, he seems to you know, obviously care and and feel that, you know, it's something that, that's, you know, hurt him personally and he, he wishes it didn't happen and he's got regrets. But the regret is the gap of money. And that gap of money is not from Bloom's pocket. It's from the owners. It's from the owners. He didn't steal the wallet. He ain't going down the Christmas tree early when Santa's down there opening a gift before mom and dad get up. He using money he's allowed to use. Billy Epler has done a great job, and and all of that. I'm not taking anything away, but you know what? How different it is being a, a GM when you sit there and you go to the owner and you say, "Here's what I think we need to do," and the owner says, "Why?" and doesn't say how much first. The GMs don't live in that world. GMs in New York with the Mets haven't lived in that world, and I know a couple of them. This is the reality, though. MLB owners who are going to sit there now and sit there like they got, you know, a, some kind of a, like they need a wedgie. is want to take these owners time to a tree and set up a tennis ball machine and leave them there. I mean, you know, you got people who are sitting there paying all these tickets and all this kind of money who are, are spending out the wazoo who don't have a lot of money. you got 1500 in a bank account. They spent 500 to get playoff tickets to your team when you snuck in by accident because you didn't give a crap enough to get something at the deadline. I don't feel bad for you. When you're sitting there during COVID and you get your Ricketts and company talking like they got to, you know, pay money to keep the light on. You know, it's like that Chris Rock bit. You know, thanks for, you know, keeping, you know, paying all this rent. You're not worried about them with money. They got tons of money. But if they don't all band together and sit there and hide the books and cook up this theory that somehow they're doing the best they can, you know what happens? Then everybody gets on the uptick, 
Other owners spend, players make more, players get greedier, they want longer contracts, and now everyone's forced to spend. Oh my God, crazy. What a thought. What a thought that a Pittsburgh Pirate fan could go to that beautiful stadium across that Clemente Bridge and actually win a game. What a thought. It is complete and utter, and hide the women and kids is bullshit. It is complete bullshit. That's all I got. Unfiltered is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.